Hello, welcome to another episode of Minivan Men. Today, we're going to be talking about Al's big move, which will be in the new year. He's going to be going to New York. And speaking of New York, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my recent trip out there. We will also read a little bit of our listeners' names and catch up on Al's uh, father and how he's doing. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you listen to this. I like the people that are getting it in the morning, that can't wait for their minivan men podcast. Yeah, but some people, you know, like if, you know, some people got to put it on their po- uh, iPod and then in the gym they're listening to this. See, there's a lot of ways to listen to us, Al. Some people may be in the car. Just can't wait. Oh, I mean, there are, I think, a handful of people that like to listen to it right away. Maybe. I'm not sure. God bless that guy. <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> um... Uh, today we're going to be uh, talking about some <laughs> stuff. We got high energy right no, away. No, no, we got uh, no. Okay, listen, we got we got Al is in the house. Al Madrigal, I'm in the house. Mazzabrani. No, Chris. No, Chris Spencer. Chris Spencer is on a trip, or he's for been a kidnapped long time. for a long time. And also, he said he was going. He's going to be. I'm not sure. We're going to talk to him about how this is actually going to work for him because he said he was flying. He was going somewhere on a gig. He was coming home, and then he was leaving again that same night. Yeah. Which is difficult. Yeah. Have you done that? I have never done that. You've I've, done that? I've, I did that. I've done that twice. I've, two times I flew back f- uh, from a, one gig. Like I, one time I was in Florida. I flew back to LA to pick up my family. And then we all flew to the Middle East together. Wow. Which was crazy because at the time they could have just flown to Miami and met with me. Why wouldn't they? But I just I felt like you know I gotta. You needed to help your wife. I gotta help my wife with the kid. It was it was that's when we only had one kid. But still, it's like with strollers and all this other stuff. I said, hey, I'll I'll come back. We'll all go together. And then another time I did it in the Middle East. I was the nicest husband. Also, because I said absolutely not. Yeah, I will not be doing that. Yeah, and Uh, you will. Go and meet me. Meet me somewhere in the Middle East. Meet me in the Middle East. No, I. You know, I. Uh, That's I nice. Know. You're yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, you've established yeah. you're very nice. I'm a nice a guy. A little bit nicer than me. Yeah, yeah. But, I could. Yeah. So I did that, and then another time I was in Saudi Arabia, and I had to go back to Oman to pick them up on our way to Beirut. For a second, I thought you were going to say Omaha. I had to go to Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> pick them up. <laughs> Saudi Arabia, <laughs> Omaha. Beirut. That's how nice I am. Yes. What they were doing in Omaha, I have no idea. <laughs> They love the beef. Yeah, yeah, they went for some beef. Yeah, but um, but yeah, man, that's I guess I always say that's you know for us comedians, that's a, that's our commute is the five hour, ten hour, whatever the flight is. You know, people people, people commute an hour a day back and a, forth. I was just you know driving here. I I live sort of in East LA, and you're more you know West Side. Um, and uh, getting here, just seeing all the traffic on Olympic because I take Olympic, which is a, pretty congested street this time of day it was amazing yeah there's a lot of, there's a protest that's going on downtown la right now yeah. the streets are congested everywhere and just getting here to imagine being that in that on a regular basis for all you people listening in the car and when you, a lot of people listen to this when they do commute uh, oh i can't take it it makes me crazy i mean yeah. so that's why you know, i listen to a lot of talk radio and i do um you know, listen to podcasts when I'm in the car. NPR, sure. A lot well, that's of the thing. That, that I'd rather, I'd rather. Like some people don't like flying. I don't mind. I actually enjoy flying. Um, Do you get a lot of work done? I don't get. Any, I just sleep. So that's I, when you catch up on all of your rest. I sleep because because I'm going out. I'm coming from you know having our our nine month old baby, 
she wakes up at whatever, anywhere between four to five, and then she takes about two hours to fall back asleep. And I know she needs the sleep because at that point, she's only slept like, let's say, eight hours, and babies are supposed to sleep like 11, 12 hours a day or, or a night throughout the night. So I know she needs to sleep. She's exhausted. I'm exhausted. And it's so hard because what will happen is, uh, like, she'll she'll move. She keeps moving. She, I feel like I'm wrestling a fish. She, hey, yeah, she keeps moving. Fidgety. And then I finally hold her down. I'm like, I'm just going to hold her down. And then she gets frustrated. And then I get frustrated. And then I look at her. When she sees me, she gives me this cutest smile with the two little teeth popping out and just big cheeks. And I'm like, oh, you're killing me. You're so cute. <laughs> but come on. So on the way out, I'm usually recovering from that for sleep. On the way back, it's usually if I'm at a club or a show or something, I've gone out late that night. Catching up. And I'm catching up on sleep on the way back. Because you know you're going to be put on daddy duty right when you walk in the door. Daddy duty. Baby's pooed. Let's go. Nan nanny's leaving. Sorry. I, people are upset about my nanny talk. But we've got a nanny. <laughs> she's, come, she's become like an aunt, really. It's amazing. That's funny because I read the iTunes comments. And if you haven't done this, you got to go to the iTunes comments and read enough of the nanny already. Yeah. Like, we don't want to hear about your nanny. I love it. She's amazing. I don't have, we don't have a nanny. Yeah. And my wife... Uh, you know, we're lucky enough that it doesn't work, but she just sucks it up and goes. Yeah, for I mean, it. and look, look, God bless a lot of people. I mean, people do that, and like my the thing is, my wife uh, also is working all the time, so it's it's hard for her yeah, to juggle. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so usually when I'm coming whatever, home, you don't have to defend your nanny. I'm just defending your nanny. nanny. Whatever. No, but so so that's why when I'm coming back, I'm usually I, I sleep on the plane a lot. So now we're gonna put it to the test for me because I start Daily Show on January third. The family's going to come out with me for that um, until January 8th. Uh, the kids got to go to school on 9th. And so they're going to, um, you know, every single opportunity, they're going to come out and see me. And I'm going to fly back and forth and, and try to commute, which for me, when we talked about this on the podcast before, I miss the kids after day two, you know, at first I'm like, oh, I'm away from it. I got my rest. But then day two, day three, I, I miss everybody terribly. I yeah. can't. I'm very bad. Marriage suits me <laughs> very well. I just, right. I'm, I'm ha very happily married. Love, you know, all of you know, going out with my wife, date night, family dinners, old Italian restaurant near our house, family style, you know, love that stuff. Can't get enough of it. So I'm just going to miss the kids. I talked to Rob Riggle, who was on Daily Show and Saturday Night Live and commuted for three years. Oh, wow. He said, it's impossible. I mean, I'm going to be missing the kids for 14, 20, 20 day stretches at a time. Oh, wow. Because of the Daily Show schedule. What do you, when do you fly back? You fly back on like on a Thursday or something? What are the, what's the schedule? They he says that's, that's uh, sort of a pipe dream of mine. I thought I was going to be able to work and go and do the Daily Show Monday through Thursday, late Thursday afternoon, and if I wasn't on the show, they don't tape on Friday, and if I wasn't on the show, then I was going to be able to take off on a red eye on Thursday, spend cramming my time with the family, don't leave, you know, go out to my family-style Italian restaurant and, you know, go to practices or the game that weekend and then fly back on Sunday night. Yeah. He's thinking that I need to stick around most Fridays as well. And Yeah, and also it just that becomes very exhausting, unless if you have a private jet I mean, because the thing that'll happen is you come back and you, you want to go to these things, but you also, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I was going to say about the flying that, uh, 
that a lot of people that fly a lot start realizing it really starts taking a toll on you. And physically. Also, yeah, physically. You, you're exhausted. I feel bad. I mean, I have, I'm at a point where I'm 40 years old, but my, I'm not sure if any other guys are going through this or, or women as well. My back. I mean, boss just was handing some chairs to me and he yeah. saw me walking up like, Ugh. yeah, are you okay? Because yeah. my back kills me after these flights. I mean, how do you feel? I've only fl I've flown to Australia. I've been to London a couple times for stand up, but when you're going to Saudi Arabia and stuff like that, well, it's that. Listen, it's it's the it's it's the physical part like that, but also they say like the amount of radiation you get up in the sky and all this stuff it starts what? taking its toll. There's radiation up in the sky. I'm getting radiation up there. Yeah, man. They say that the whole argument people were making was, you know, people were talking about these um, these body scanners and they're saying, oh, I'm getting some, I'm getting radiation by going through these body scanners. And some of the arguments people were making was that you get more radiation up in the sky than you do going through those body scanners. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about an airline stewardess? I mean, are there any? What about a pilot? Yeah, uh, I guess they're getting. I mean, I don't know what their rates of cancer are amongst. Uh, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll we'll finally do research one time on this show. <laughs> we just spout stuff. Well, if anybody knows these answers, yeah, write please, in, write, please write 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 in. It'd be please. great if somebody was a, a stewardess or yeah. a flight attendant, flight attendant, or uh, or a pilot. Let us know what kind of radiation is. Yeah, up there. I know. I'll, I can research that. I mean, at the break, and we can come back. But um, I, I'm just I'm going to miss everybody terribly. So I'll keep you posted on how that's going. Another thing I wanted to keep everybody up to date on is the state of my father because I mentioned that. Yes, and. I mean, he's not doing so good. It's, oh, yeah. it's pretty upsetting. Um, I talk to him every single day, and um, he's in pretty bad shape. He had a hernia. Mm -hmm. So he had to go in for this hernia operation. And when he doesn't go in for a hernia, when he goes in for the hernia operation, they give him pain medication. And when he gets the pain medication, his intestines get all blocked up. And it's just, you know, it's just one, yeah. you're correcting one thing, but it creates this other problem. And I think if he's over this hurdle... He'll be better, but my mom says he's just wasting away, and um, he couldn't eat. So they had to rush him back to the hospitals. They had to give him an IV. So I'll keep everybody updated. People were very nice and sent in some messages, uh, Gabe, um, and Twitter, and just to thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, everyone's uh, wishes are with you, and uh, yeah, man, I know it's tough, man. It's tough. Did he was he going to go on a trip? Did he make it to that? Well, he was going on a trip, right? Well, they went to. That's the other great thing is he went to. He did go to Italy. Great. Okay, that's good. And they went to Sicily. Great. He had a problem in Lake Como. Okay. Where he was rushed to the emergency good. room, but that was a great thing about. You know, everybody complains about. I'm not sure if anyone what side of the fence you're on on this one, but healthcare. Oh yeah. He went to a beautiful hospital in Italy. Yeah. Italian, they took x-rays, yeah. they had them on an IV, yeah. they did all this stuff. They didn't operate, obviously, but went in and uh, my mom said, what can I give you for it? We have Blue Shield. And then she goes, no. I, he goes, he, the doctor in Spanish told, they, find, they found a doctor who spoke Spanish, said, even if you wanted to pay me, because <laughs> I have no way to process that. Wow. There's no way you could ever That's pay awesome. me. And said, I hope you feel better. Yeah. And they walked away. You know, yeah. that's so, um, but he was able to, I guess it was sort of a bucket list thing. You know, I just hope he doesn't give up from this point forward. I hope there's a lot of other things he wants to do because I have theories, you know, you, you really do have to have some goals in mind and yeah. still want to live. You can't just sort of give up. 
Uh, so he was able to go to, um, they went to Spain, he went to London, they were in Paris for Fashion Week. That's awesome. And they um, they spent a good month and a half traveling in Europe, and they had never been anywhere before. Great. When we went on family vacations, we used to drive around in a family, you know, it's a, our Volkswagen Bug with a cooler in the middle. You know, my little brother Dante would sit on top of the Just cooler. Just around the city? <laughs> yeah, we, do, we go to Yosemite. Uh, get in the car. We're going around the city. <laughs> yeah. so, no, we just go to Yosemite and just everything sure. was, you know, uh, we would we'd go up to Trinity Alps, which is up near Redding and stuff yeah. like that, all California trips. So yeah. growing up, we hadn't been and flown even flown on a plane. Wow. And that's the thing, too, I think, like, you know, you know once you see stuff like that with your parents going on, I... I I mean, I always tell people if you get a chance, what if you have anything you wanted to do, whether it's a big trip or it's, you know, learning the piano or painting or whatever it is, do when you're don't, 30. don't waste, do it tomorrow. Call somebody sure. up, call up a teacher, learn how to play the piano, go travel. I mean, it's, it's, do it now because, yeah. because you're going to, you know, before you know, you're going to blink your eyes and, and you're going to be older and it's going to be harder or, I mean, you still might do it, but go now, go do yeah. it. When I, I really do have this thing with Spanish, so, you know, I'm Mexican and my Spanish has always been horrible. You know, my backstory is my, my dad, you know, had a hard time growing up and didn't want any of his kids to have that hard time. And so nobody spoke Spanish. Didn't speak it. They only once spoke it when they were going to try to hide stuff from us and stuff like that. Um, so I get a hard time. I always really wanted to like get my culture back and speak Spanish. I took some classes, but I just never really followed up and I've always been so busy but maybe with the plane travel, I'll pick up Spanish. So I'll keep everybody up to date. Do on it, man. Father by Spanish. And um, we'll see how uh, this travel goes. Uh, let's take a break. Yeah, we'll be back. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Welcome back. We're here with uh, two out of the three minivan men. It's me, Maz Jobrani, and Al Madrigal, and Chris Spencer is somewhere out in the ether. Yeah, who knows who that guy is? He just said, I'm going to be away. Yeah, he said, I'm out of here. He's probably usually some, he's sort of he's specific about where he is. I'm in Atlanta or whatever. Maybe he's doing a podcast behind our back. Yeah, <laughs> you know the uh, secret podcast, the hatchback men, or the mini bus men. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's that's comedy. We just pitch, and a lot of times it's not funny, <laughs> but sometimes it is. So you went to New York with the whole. I was in New York, so we were talking about traveling. So I actually went with the kids. Uh, I, I had shows at, at Caroline's uh, in on Broadway, which is a. a How was great that, club. by the way? I mean, you, your whole crowd came out because I referred you to my friend from the Daily Show, Adam yeah. Lowett, who came out. Yeah, and he said he ate it harder than he's ever eaten it before. No, it wasn't that bad. It's funny. My look, my crowd tends to be you, you. You have a lot of Middle Easterners. There's a lot of Persians, and there's a lot of Arabs. Because I took a giant, giant. I was gonna. I just. Uh, yeah. I poo 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 on stage. No, uh, it's they're they're interesting because because look, depending on the right. I mean, the venue's got to be right, and the way you get into it with them because because a lot of them aren't comedy club crowds. I mean, they they come once a year when I'm around. You're like Persian George Lopez. I mean, yeah. you are this uh, initial burst of, I mean, there's a lot of it, but you are the premier Persian stand-up comedian. There's, yeah, yeah, I guess you, yeah. But as my friend says, I'm the Persian Elvis, otherwise known as Pelvis. Pelvis. <laughs> um, 
But no, but they come out. They come out and they support. And a lot of times, and you, and you also have like uh, like uh, NPR type, like liberal minded types of stuff. And so the, the one of the things is, you know, especially when someone comes out and is one of the opening acts, if the person doesn't come out and do a little bit of talking to them, then they're just kind of, uh, this, this is generalizing because uh, some, some cities are better than others. But for the most part, they might just stare at like, okay, this guy just went into his material. I don't know what he's talking about. For me, I said I'm not Persian. I'm half Mexican. And everyone got up and went to the bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that what he is? Okay, we're leaving. <laughs> no, but your, yours was a specifically... I know, I know. Because we, we were at we the House of Blues in San Diego. It was horrible. But Adam said the same thing. He just looks into everybody's eyes. And well, he went up and started doing material. And well, I told Adam, I told him from the start, I said, listen, talk to them for a minute. Like, just say, hey, how are you guys? Who are you? Even like... The host for the rest of the weekend, uh, my friend Liz Miel, uh, Miele, 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 she, uh, like, I think the first time she went up, she didn't talk as much to them. And it, and you don't have to talk to them about anything groundbreaking. And this is, I think, in general, as a host, it's a, hosting is different than the other spots. As a host, it is, you're sort of a cheerleader. There's, you know, for people unfamiliar with stand-up, typically a show is host, feature act, and then your headliner. And as a host, you have to go up in between the other acts and say, hey, you guys having a fun tonight, time tonight? Next week, we've got Louis C.K. Make yeah. sure you come back. It's a great ticket. Those are going to sell out. You know, and, and, and you come up at the beginning when people are being seated still. You know, people are still coming in. They're still getting situated. Hey, folks, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you coming out. We have a great show for you tonight. Yeah, look at Monster this guy. Monster is here. Let's hear from yeah. Monster Bronny. And, and then, like, look at this guy. Look at this blazer. Where'd you get that blazer from? <laughs> nice. You know, you start blazer, talking sure. to the guy. and maybe You have, rarely see a gold blazer with you're not a real estate agent. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Whereas I think a lot of the times, like the guys that I've had hosting recently, some of them are used to doing showcase sets, which is showcase sets is when you're in town, as you know, and you just go up and it's just one comic after the next. And you do your best seven minutes and you really want to stick to your material and stuff like that. So And there's people from the industry there watching to see your material. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't care about your crowd work. And hosting is so hosting is sort of an art. So you're saying did they you recommended that the Persian audience like somebody who goes up and does a little bit of crowd work up front. And, mo and most audiences I think like to have and at a at a comedy night when you go to a club to see a headliner, I think you generally need to be welcomed and kinda sit it's gotta situate itself. So Adam ignored your advice and didn't welcome him. No, I think he tried a little bit and then he went into his material too fast and then they lost and then they, he was lost. You know, and it's, I've always told them, I said, like, I've, I, there's been Adam, there's been a couple of people that hosted. I said, listen, do jokes about, ask them their ethnicity, who's here, because it's not just Persians, there's Arabs, and there's different kinds of Arabs, and there's, like, Chinese people, and there's, it's, it's kind of a becoming more, more of a mix. Mm -hmm. And if you, you don't even need good jokes about their background. You're just like, oh, you're yeah. Chinese? I didn't know any Chinese people. Well, this is great. What's your name? You know, I don't know. You don't, you don't even need the best. They just, they'll giggle because they'll be like, oh, he's talking to this person. So, but and also, but I don't really like that when I'm the headliner because that takes a little away from... I don't mind because the style that I go in, it's going to be, I've got like material for it and it's going to be, and I'm going to do an hour and I'm going to mix everybody in and I'm going to bring them back and forth. Even like, listen, man, I, I'll just get a name of somebody. Hey, Peter. And then throughout the night, all I do is once in a while I go, you know what I'm saying, Peter? And oh, people, sure. You hear people going like, he just talked to Peter again. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. But also with um, your crowd, so have you noticed that, that the non-Persian comics that go up in front of you typically sort of have a harder time? No, I, I, I'm I, telling you, no, it, no, 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 again, first of all, there's different things. The position, it depends where they go. If they go, if they're hosts, 
then they need to be good at talking to the crowd. Yeah. And that's that's been whether they're Persian or non-Persian. If they're not hosts, um, if it, if the host sets it up right, like like I've done shows before where I've had you know even you you mean you you that you had that one show that didn't go well, but then you've done shows the shows we did at the Comedy Magic Club you did great because yeah. they had been warmed up by a host and then you went out and you did your thing. So it's just I think it's a matter of it being because because if the host doesn't do the job right, then you go up and now you got to do the host job, and then that House of Blues situation was just a horrible situation anyway. So my audience is that, and and New York was great, and and two things. First of all, traveling with kids is totally different than traveling on your own, as as anybody knows. Um, one thing is because of my status on American Airlines, I was able to. I, I had everybody upgraded. We were all in business class, and it's crazy. People in business class, I think, are bigger jerks than people in economy, just in Without general. A doubt. We came in. It was first of all, oh my god, the craziest thing that happened. We uh, we left the house. My house is about 30 minutes away from the airport. I think you, what you're saying also is that people in business class, I think they've gone into business class thinking they've gotten away from the kids. Yes, absolutely. Now you bring some kids into business class. Yeah. Because I had this thought. Yeah. I have also I fly a lot and I have a lot of miles and I'm in business class just because you, you have miles, you instantly get upgraded. Yeah. I go United, I'm mileage plus. Yeah. Boom. I'll see you in business class. Yeah. It's just great because you yeah. get to board first. You get in there. So I got in business class. I settled down, and there were just a bunch of kids. Just, and uh, like, damn, I got I paid. But it's kid. But listen, to get but, away from but the but kids. But dad's like, listen, this happened to me. I'm where, cool with it because exactly, I have exactly because that's I'm, the thing. It's like I don't care if you're in business class. Don't be a prick. You know, mm -hmm. this guy. Okay, first of all, I'll tell you my story. One, one time was I I was sitting in business class, and this lady came with her one year old, cutest little boy sat next to me and their husband was like in the back and he kept coming back with milk and stuff and the boy was moving around and whatever and I was really just nice to her and she was so like overwhelmingly thankful. She was like, thank you so much. The stewardess came up. She's like, you're a lot nicer than a lot of people in oh, this yeah, business yeah, yeah. class. If I ever see a single mom also with a stroller and struggling with anything, I am, I said, I'll be playing the role of your husband. Yeah. Like that. yeah. And, uh, they love it. And so well, I help. I'm carrying stuff. Yeah. Because you know? people, I don't know what it is about, about machine, like cars and airplanes. When we get into these things, we become big jerks. People become jerks behind a car. You cut people off. You don't, you don't make eye contact if someone's trying to cut in. And you know what it is? It's a lot of anxiety. People have a lot of anxiety traveling. And so it's not just so much the kid or anything like that. It's the anxiety that goes along. With all this stuff. Yeah, but it's like, like I said, man, if you're on a, it, it, you, it, there's no reason for you not to be nice. I mean, if you see, like, this is what happened now. This is the reverse. So this was me on an airplane because I've got kids. I saw a lady with a kid. You know, hey, no problem. Business class, who cares? You, you know, I'm, I'm going to sleep nice. less, so yeah, who cares? Yeah. So I come, I got to tell you, the back, there's a whole story behind this, but I basically, I had to run. Uh, what happened was, I live 30 minutes from the, from the airport. Yep. We drive all the way to a parking lot at the airport. The car is packed. So it's the two kids, uh, my wife, the nanny. Yes, people, I got a nanny. And uh, we're and all nanny, going. Nanny was in. Nanny's in business class. I got, <laughs> I, got her, I, got, I got that many miles. My nanny flies business. That's how, it, that's yeah, how I roll. That's awesome. So, but, but, but the thing is, so I was in charge. I, I packed the car. I mean, I packed it big. Like, like, like there was no room. Like people had to put their feet up to put things underneath it. You got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. We get on this, so we park, we get on the shuttle, we're going to the airport. We've come now with about an hour and a half in advance. 
I'm thinking, great, we're going to go to the business lounge. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to check Plenty some emails. Time. There's a little PlayStation for the kids. This is not, like the, not the video game, play area. Yeah. It's fantastic. To where the Explorer stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting there in the, in the shuttle, and I uh, look to my wife. I'm like, God, the, the nanny's traveling light. I'm like, she's got such a, she's got such a small duffel bag. Like, she's got no jacket. It's going to be cold in New York. My wife's like, no, she's got a bigger suitcase. And I'm like, no, that's it. And then my wife asked me, she goes, where's your suitcase? She's like, I, I told him to uh, bring it. I, so this is what happened. Earlier in that morning, because of my baby waking up early, I'd woken up like half asleep, half awake, handed the baby over to the nanny. And in the process, I'd say, hey, can you make sure you bring your suitcase and put it next to the luggage area where we have all the suitcases? And I speak broken Spanish. So she did a very fast, like, and I was like, okay, aquí, yeah, aquí, meaning here, here. She was telling me that she's going to leave her car keys here for me to go get the suitcase and put it with the other suitcases. I thought she was saying she's going to put the suitcase with the other suitcases. So basically, we went to the airport without her suitcase. I had a half an hour. I check everybody in. I get in the car. I, I, I speed back. Freaking out, by the way. Freaking out. Yeah, because I would be losing. Oh, every everything. second counts. I'm zooming in and out. I, I come to a yellow. I come to a yellow, and it's too late. I'm like, ah, and I stop on this yellow because it, like, it was like the last second before, and I was like, damn it, I should have gone. Speed back, all the way back. Jump out of the car. Take shortcuts on the way back. Get to the airport. Don't have time to go to the... The parking lot that's going to cost me, if I, if I park in that lot, it's going to cost me for five days. I've got a coupon for it. It would cost me uh, like $24 because I get like two or three days free. Yeah. Now I got to go to the LAX wait, wait, parking no, lot. I'm, everybody should know I'm so thrifty. Little plug for cheapairportparking.org uh, where you book your parking in advance. You can do this with most major airports. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm, I'm going exact opposite because I don't have time. They've already gone through. I'm calling my wife the whole time. Is there a delay? No delay. I'm running, 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 running. I go into the parking lot at the airport to park, $30 a day. So it cost oh. me 150 bucks for five days. Anyway, um, now I'm in the parking lot, and the, the lot is full. My wife is like, hey. What? Yeah, they're, they're going to close They're gonna close the gate. You're, you know, you've got, I basically have like five minutes. And I'm you're looking, in your car? I'm in my car still. And now, boom, find somebody leaving. Take their spot. Pick up her, like, handheld duffel bag, which is heavy. Got my backpack, which is heavy. I run all the way to security. Thank God is not a big line. I jump in. Some guy, I ask this guy, I go, can I get ahead of you? I got He's like, no problem. I jump ahead of him. I go through security. Stupid ass security goes, um, oh, our scanner went down. We got to rescan your stuff. I'm like, all right, all right, come on, do it. They do it. And then in the middle of it, they start talking. I'm like, guys, I gotta, I'm going to miss my plane. And they look at me kind of like an idiot. And they just look away. They don't oh. say anything. They don't say whatever, sir. One minute, nothing. They just ignore me. I'm like I, you, TSA bastards. in Los oh. Angeles, the worst, dude. I don't even put on my shoes. I'm running down. OJ Simpson. I've OJ. been there. Just that's an old advertisement and reference. Yeah, but that they used to have a commercial where you hurdled stuff in the airport yeah. late for a flight. That is me. So I've got this heavy duffel bag. I'm guessing about thirty to forty pound duffel bag. I thought you were gonna say that she had stuff. Like no, no, liquids. no, I, I know. I thought of that in advance. I got here and I dumped her shampoos and stuff. I took the shampoos. I took it no all out. No shampoos for you. In the car, as I'm driving to LAX, I'm undoing my belt. I'm putting in the backpacks. I'm putting anything. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm a machine at this point. Okay. I'm running OJ Simpson style in my socks down, and it's the last gate at the, at oh, the American Airlines. Oh, it's always the last it's gate. It's the last gate. I'm sprinting. 
I'm slipping and sliding. You know, people are coming in wheelchairs like a video game now. You know, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, baby, you know? yeah. Here's a guy crossing with a cane. What yeah. happened to this guy? You know, so I get all the way there, um, there, and I go up, and they look, right away they know they're like, oh, Mr. Jobrani. I go, yeah. They're like, oh, they made, thank God you made it. So I go, I take the little duffel bag, and I'm like, is this gonna fit? They go, we're not sure. You gotta go see. As I'm going down, there's a stewardess. There's, there's always nice ones and bad ones. This one was a rude one. I'm like, uh, I feel like American Airlines has a lot of the rude ones. They, they, they've been around for a long time, and they, they feel like they, mm-hmm. they can be rude. I've, I've also had good ones there, but yeah, but I, I, they kind of like librarian-y kind of yeah. shut up and sit down types. And you can't say anything to them. Can't say anything. I'm, I'm, walking, I'm walking in front of this lady because a stewardess had come all the way to the front. And she was not going down the jetway, and I'm walking in front of her, and I kind of I'm breathing. You can see I'm I'm struggling here. I, I got my boots in my hand. I'm like boots. These, you know, I got my I'm walking in socks, and I go I go uh, I'm, I'm I go can I I go is this gonna fit? And she ignores me. I go excuse me, is this gonna fit? And she's like uh, I don't know. And I go well can I check it? She's like you got to go back up to check it. She didn't like. She should be like, hey, yeah, let me help you out. Oh, she you don't you, yeah, you, you go stuff. back up. Yeah. I'm like all right, whatever. I go back up. I check it. I come out. Come down, and uh, we've got in business. We've got the window aisle, and then there's a middle row. My wife is sitting in one aisle. There's a single seat in the middle. No, no, no. This is that's that's further up. That's like first class usually. Okay. Um, but but business, you got window aisle. So it's my boy, the baby, and the nanny. My wife is sitting in the in an aisle seat, and then there's this young guy sitting next to her. And I show up, and I'm like, Hey, man, I'm sorry, you know. My family's all here. Do you mind if we switch? And he gives me this look. He's this guy was just. I think this guy was socially awkward. He's like, "Huh?" I go, "Yeah, my family is right here. Can you? You mind if we?" And he's like, "I, I don't know." I. And he, he was all worked up, and I was like, "Well, I'm just letting you know the baby is going to be coming and going." He's like, "I, I don't know." And then I don't like, know what don't you know? What don't you know? And, and it was and it Plus, was a, you were exchanging another business class yeah, seat. Yeah, just two rows back, same exact seat. So then I, so I'm like, whatever. Uh, I go, you know what? I'm not going to bother you. I'm doing a very passive-aggressive thing. I go, I'm not going to bother you. I just want you to know the baby's going to be coming and back. Go, go on. Okay. And then I go back, and a few people are like, that guy's a jerk. What the hell? And then the stewardess was like, he wouldn't switch with you? I'm like, I don't know what his deal is. So I go to my wife, and my wife isn't... I think I think a little more um, like Middle Eastern... Like I'm, I'm quicker in that sense of like, let's screw this guy. So I, look, I go to my wife, and while he's not looking at... First of all, I go to his side, because now he's two rows in front of me. So I go over him. I'm leaning over him to talk to my wife. I, I'm going to do this all. I'm going to do this the whole yeah, trip. By the way, with me? I'm ready to do this the whole time. Sure. And and when I'm leaving, I kind of look at my wife. I'm like, get the baby, get the baby, like get the baby in your arms, so he understands what I'm talking about. That there's going to be yeah. a baby. And did your wife go what? Yeah, my wife's get like, the, she's, yeah, she's like, I can't hear you. You yeah, want yeah, me to get the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm like, no. And I'm like, because my baby, my baby likes to play with ears too. I'm like. If I if if the roles were reversed and I were in that seat where my wife was and she had she, this guy had told her to go sit there instantly I would have had the baby and I, I would have been holding her in a way she would have been wet willing him wet willing this dude left and right so I so I gave him one more shot I went over I go hey I go oh oh I gave him the so she took the baby and now the baby starts doing her thing and then the and then the pre, my wife kind of looks at me and I look over and I realize the guy finally got it so I go over again I go hey man. I just want you to know one last time, you know, and he's like, what do you mean the baby's going to be coming and going? I go, that's what I hear. The baby's going to be here the whole time. And if and I go, you know, come on, man. I, you know, and he's like, all right, yeah, whatever. And like, he gets up and goes. And I was like, this guy, 
what a, what a jerk. But it, but it took Baby to get him to move, and yeah. Baby came in handy. <laughs> what do you mean the baby's going to be coming and going? Yeah. Um, yeah. The baby. Yeah, the baby. This baby. Yeah, they have that. no clue. Yeah. And I and and and, the, and and that would have, and and part of the funny thing was as soon as we we started taking off, we handed the baby right back to the nanny, and my wife and I are sitting in the row, we're like arms up, more yeah. wine, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was the outbound on. Now, New do York. you have a couple drinks when you're up there? Because that's one of the. I feel like I'm throwing away money if I don't have some of those free cocktails. Al Madrigal, let me tell you something. <laughs> After that, like a lot of times, because I, I recently, oh, because of your whole ordeal, dude. Because I was like, the first thing I did, I sat down. I was like, give me some wine. I started having the wine. It was great wine. And uh, the whole trip became this like, because at first we, we were settled in. So my boy loves to watch his videos. He's, did you throw the bag at your nanny and say, hope you're happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're yeah. happy. In Spanish. Yo in quiero Spanish. que usted está muy contento. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's great, man. So ba- my son is watching his videos. Nanny's got the baby. And I'm thinking, my wife and I are like, we got the little video things, and I'm drinking wine now. And I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to see a movie. And it turned out, first of all, there's a lot of crappy movies being made oh, right now. Man. You, there's no better way of finding that out than w- trying to watch a movie on an airplane or at a hotel. Today's feature is Zookeeper. Oh, come on. Really? Zookeeper? <laughs> oh, what's that other one with the... Um, with Kate Hudson that was out recently where they're like... Uh, I can't tr- keep track of those Kate Oh, it's Hudson horrible. Movies. They're, they're it's really like, bad. remember me or something. I'm like, yeah. no, I'd rather forget horrible. you. Yeah, but um, but so we started doing that, and then it's, at, at a certain point, though. Now, does Dara want to come over? No, Dara's Dara is when that video player is playing. Dara's gone. Dara, like I sometimes I pull the video player because I'm like, we got to talk. Like he just he zooms in on the on the movie. He watches the credits because he was sick today, and I asked him what, and you said he watched a good three hours of TV. My wife, yeah. my daughter is sick as well, and watched some serious television. Today. I used to do that. I used to watch Leave It to Beaver all day long, and then we didn't have as much resources, so then the soap operas would kick in, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, maybe yeah, I should have gone to school go, today." Go <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. But uh, but but yes, yeah, so. I, I started hitting the wine, and then at a certain point, because now the baby at nine months is at that age where she's not, you, you can't really tune her out somehow. She needs stimulation, and I felt bad for the nanny because my baby wouldn't nap. She's not the best napper. So then we both got involved with like taking the baby and playing with the baby and all this stuff. So, But I just I kept taking the wine. By the time I got to New York, I was hungover and needed a couple Advils. Did Nanny have a couple pops? She... N- Nanny doesn't do Nanny's like a superhuman. She doesn't drink. She doesn't nap. She doesn't do... I don't know what she does. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's, uh, when I'm not watching, she's she shooting things. heroin or something. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like... she's just concentrating on uh, taking your money. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, jewelry. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Spencer, and we want you to join our fan page on Facebook. It's Minivan Men. And if you want the direct link, go to our website, minivanmen.com. All right, we're back, and uh, we'd like to thank a few people that have been getting in touch. No, there's uh, people. Uh, let's see, Richard O'Hearn. Say uh, uh, thanks, guys. I needed this. Hilarious. I'll be a full-time listener from now on. We re- re- appreciate it, Richard. 
uh, Leslie White, Shiva Wilson, you know Shiva from the uh, Goldstein fundraiser at Cal, and then Alex M, uh, Atta Mensa, uh, Matt here, I don't know, Gary Lee, who I went to uh, grammar school with, uh, Donald Rush, Mary Vacos, there's just a lot of people writing in, so thank you very much. Minivanmen at gmail.com is how you do that. Where you go to the Facebook fan page, uh, we're going to post the show. So a lot of people are asking about an RSS feed. Um, you can play it right from there. Um, but we are revamping the minivanmen.com website. There's also an RSS feed there as well where you can just, there's a player where you can actually just play, I believe. But we're going to revamp that whole uh, thing very soon. Exciting things happening for Minivan Men. And thank you for being a part of it. So, again, tell your friends, comment, and um, take care. I really appreciate uh, all the support. Bye-bye. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com. Mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Mini Man Man. <laughs>